Chic. Hey girls, welcome to Chic NYC. I'm Melissa Rich. I hope that you had a really chic Memorial Day weekend. I did. I loved this weekend. It was great weather. I did the back and forth from Brooklyn to downtown seven times. You know, people have barbecues. You think, yeah, maybe Bed-Stuy isn't that far. It is. It's far. It's gorgeous. I was relaxed. It made, I, having a grill in a yard, wow, really does something to you, to the psyche. Uh, though I will say I was relaxed at the grill on Hester Street as well. I don't know. I was, I was traveling is what I'm saying. But I heard I resisted the beach on Monday, which many did not. And I heard it was a tornado-like winds. So I'm going to give myself uh, an award for that. Listen, we got to get right to it on this. We're in an important time in television. I just wrote for for Nylon uh, an article about this being the golden age of reality television. And you know what? I have to stand by it. It's hilarious timing in that this scandal broke and, you know, all of the Bravo franchises have been pretty compelling right in the midst of a Writers Guild strike. Um, you can read the article for more on that, but I firmly stand in that this is a golden age that, you know, should be studied in unscripted television classes for decades to come. So for this episode, part one of the three-part reunion, I brought in, of course, my editor from Nylon Magazine, the culture editor at Nylon Magazine, Layla Halabian. And you know what? She really knows how to live. And I think that even adds to her already top-tier insights to this show because she's looking at the lifestyle of all these fucking crazy people. And she's looking into the psychology. She gets it. She just absolutely gets it. It's so fun to talk to her about this. Um, you can find her on Twitter and Twitter only because she's too chic for Instagram at Laylology on Twitter. So please enjoy part one of the Vanderpump Reunion with Layla Halabian. Loser. I literally, I'm rocked to my core. What we were just talking about is Tom Sandoval, on top of everything, going off on a glamour beauty editor for writing about him ruining white nails for everyone. Which like, he did. He, which is fact. That to me is fact. And it's such a loser thing to do. It's such a loser move to being like, oh my God, there's like a mean like blonde. A mean about- lady. A mean lady. Of all of the bad press. I thought you guys had journalistic integrity. I was like, dude, shut up. You are such a Of everything that's been written about you, this is the one that really cut him. Yeah, there are... This is too much. There are, like, some very mean op-eds out there. And it's, like, somebody being like, your nails are ruining it. It's like, yeah, she's right. But that really shows you where he is as a person. Right. I feel like he also can't go against these bigger sort of um people in publications right and so it's like he has to pick this tiny blog that would have 100 percent right. gone under the radar had he not had he naturally not naturally now it's been picked up by everyone yeah it's so funny too like when somebody you know when you see someone choosing you know whether it's a hat whether it's something like these kooky style la guys that's what really gets them because they are so insecure and they've chosen the shell and this mask and it's like you tap that a little too hard that it shatters and they're like, no, not my, not my nails, not my thing I know. that I created. My identity is so fucking stupid. Not the actual attack of your character, which you have none. It's like that that really gets him. It's incredible. And with him too, it's like he must think he's so cool. That's the thing too. It's oh. like he probably thought... I'm really doing something. Like my I'm really doing getting something my here. getting my gel manicures white every single week. Yeah. Imagine if you saw Tom with the gel lights just sitting humiliating hands in the nail salon with the gel. He can't even like pull his hair back when he's lying because <laughs> his hands are. <laughs> he's doing a head shake to get his bangs he's such out of a his woman. eyes. He really is like. He should be so lucky to be a woman. He is. But he, I think, does view himself as yeah. a woman. I mean, I feel like we talked about this last time where it's like, he loves, he's he's in drag constantly. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the drag fight is, yeah. I mean, we'll go down 
in history. Yeah, I think he feels much more comfortable costumed in some way. And you can tell that in the band situation. Like, it's... A hundred percent. It's really bizarre. In the same way where Schwartz is like, you don't know who you are, to Lala, it's like... Yeah, look, look at, at your Tom. bestie. Oh, my God. Look at your, look at your like, common law marriage. Literally. Like, he literally. doesn't know who he is at all. He has no clue. Okay, so well, this was a an absolute uh, explosion, explosive episode for me. I feel like... So, I don't know what podcast I was listening to, but, like, Andy sat down with those interviews before Tom did the Howie Mandel, like, the interviews with the core cast members before they went in for the reunions. Right. So that, I feel like, was his first time talking about it in an interview setting. And I was, like... I think I said she is terminally ill is how I would describe his face. Gaunt, which might just be Ozempic face. But, like, he just looks so bad. I knew he would, but he looks so much worse, I feel like, in that interview scene. He, like I said, he has the uh, thousand-yard stare of a weary soldier. <laughs> like, he is just there. Vacant. He looked so horrible. Like, he was just really gone through it and it's like I obviously yeah I would probably look the same too if sure. I was him. of course of course well and I think it's also like in the reunion he has that vacant stare and also this intense like control face he's trying to remember all of his exactly all of his lies he's trying to keep everything in order well like, okay what does it take to actually manipulate a well-oiled bravo show do you know what I mean like that is actually like it does take a master manipulator of sorts to organize the storylines, to get those people to cover for you. All of the like coaching on, commentary was really interesting. It and is. it's like, yeah, it very much is that. And I feel like if you are like at that level of manipulation and pathological lying, like you can't ever even utter the truth to yourself. Like you have to. Right. You have to fully you accept to it yourself. But here's the thing. He's not. Name. He's not at that level. By any means. You don't and think he's like I stupid. do not think so. I think he's trying. Yeah. But I think he's obviously failing because A, everything came out and B like and he has a crack team, like <laughs> look who he's working with. Yeah, he's truly working at the Clown Academy. This <laughs> literally president of the Clown Academy. <laughs> so he when I'm watching Schwartz now, especially by the end of this, I truly think he is like the like sleeper killer in all of this like I think that there is a level of resentment that Schwartz has that like not only is he a pure idiot but also I think he's like letting some of it out like seep out with these comments of like Raquel wants other people's men on the glamping trip um I'm sure he's fucking up timelines just naturally he's gifted that way but I think that he truly has uh really some pent up frustration especially with the business because not only is it like oh our business is failing won't open whatever the band is started whatever he also has a full affair that blo- like that is beyond like I, even if you are heterosexually homosexually in love with each other that is too much to put on a friendship he is so sick of tom and i do really think i think there is an element of sabotage i think i mean seeing just like the the comment at the glamping was like the most glaring one where it's like you 100% know and then you're just saying it in front of your alleged friend Ariana. Can you imagine saying here's what I want to do for my birthday. I want to go away to a nature, have an intimate six people situation with the guy you are fucking and his girlfriend who is your best friend. That is, that's pathological. It's really really sinister. It's really sinister and I just really... I have no idea, well, like, how like, she compartmentalizes I don't know either, but also, like, in that trip when she's, like, crying and, like, I just, like, can't believe I have these friendships. I'm so happy. It's, like, how can you rest easily on that, knowing that, like, when you she's are like, these building are a foundation on... Yeah, da, exactly. Da, da, da. Yeah, it's really twisted. I don't know. I mean, I've read... I really don't like, like, diagnosing people and stuff but and, like, the whole culture around that, but it's, like, I've of read course. so much about... I've read a lot of people's theories, and I do think, like, the the pageant, mm-hmm. the pageantness of it all does play in where it's, like, she has her eye on a prize, and she yeah. does want to be 
chosen. Yeah. So I think it's like once she was taken out of that pageant environment, she sort of like recreated that. Right. In within her friend group, where she's like, "I'm being chosen. I'm number one." Da 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 da. And it's like. Sure, um, at what cost? I'm very interested in the pageant aspect as well, just because, like, first of all, those girls are... It, it is a freak show of epic proportions. Yeah. And it is um, child babies, like, child lady syndrome. Like, yeah. absolute, like, in, in like an Ariana Grande-type way where it's, like, little girl, whatever, but, all like, even more so, like, to their core, they are little dolls like crafting themselves for this and I think that was like when she broke down about like occupational therapy I was actually like I get this so hard like she literally just chose something that would like sound good on stage what I think is hilarious is remember when she like couldn't speak aloud and like could not give a toast to save her life it's like a huge part of pageants whatever I thought that was hilarious but she I think it explains a bit when like there is the sinisterness between women in the pageant environment. So I think there is a realm where like, there's the competitiveness in Vegas where she's like, I'm going to take the guy from La La. Like we are competing. I think that there is a baseline of competition that she holds between women. So to do that to Ariana, who is technically, you know, like a friend competitor in her eyes, like I think she probably just sees it a lot differently than like, I don't want to say a normal person, but a person who's not been involved in like competitive womanhood. You know. I mean, I really can't wait to hear what she has to say next week. That I is can't gonna either. be I mean, obviously Raquel Cam was kind of the best go, th- Oh my like, god. Genius, genius. A hundred yards away from Regina. Here she is in her trailer. When her face when they said like Tom and Ariana had like a very intimate month, that Complete really confusion. said a lot. Yeah. That were like, what do you what do you mean? She's like, what? He's he's fucking his girlfriend well and they haven't really <laughs> talked about that like the main tea i had heard was on call her daddy about that which i've only listened to half of it but from what ariana was saying on there it was like january was a month where they were like had an anniversary and then you know it's valentine's day and whatever and it's like it sounded like things were kind of like on yeah it seemed like um their couple's therapy was working and they were getting closer and they were definitely fucking again and they were having like a great time and it seemed like they she brought up a lot of stuff where it was like it sounded really romantic had Mm. we not known about anything else where it was like you know he was you know bringing her wine from like their first trip to Napa and like all this other stuff um which just makes it all the more dubious where it's like why are you doing this like what's going on with you but yeah, it's truly so fucked. But I could see Raquel being completely clueless about that. The well, entire yeah, time. I do think that Tom was being very selective with what he was telling her, and he was making her believe something the way he was making Ariana believe something else. Well, even when like it was like when James did his first walk off, and they were like, "Well, Tom, like, why didn't you just like break up with Ariana right when you started sleeping with Raquel?" I think that was the question, and James like caused a scene, and Raquel's like, "Wait, I want him to answer that." It's like. Bitch, if you or it was like, why didn't you that? come clean? Yeah, like, yeah. If, have you not had that conversation with the no, two of you? Like, I feel what like he are you talking tell about? Her any info? I feel like he's so like. I can see him. And just this is what I mean, where it's just like answers. he is, is not the level of organized manipulator that it yeah. takes to pull this off. Mediocre manipulator. Mediocre <laughs> manipulator. Tom Sandoval. It's just like so him because like i don't know i think like if anything like raquel needs to be completely in on it like it's i think both of neither of them had pr probably before this neither of nobody so, on the show is media trained very clearly for a like, second and it makes it all the better yeah, but like God. they really i think have not been on the same page like from the second it broke because they should have the same pr and I'm just like, how are they not advised to be like, you are a unit? Like, to me, if they pulled it together in the right way, and even if, you know, whatever was actually going on, we're like, we are in love, this was worth it, blah, blah, blah. There's spinoff potential. If no one will film with them, I think they could potentially. Because there was kind of that slot for a spinoff where it was maybe going to be like Stasi. Uh-huh. And Bo. I feel like that would have been possible for them. It would have been a stretch. It would have been a stretch, and I don't think it would be, like, welcomed. I think it would be, like, an absolute fucking hate watch for everyone. But I think they could have pulled it off had they had the right team. 
I think both of them have such a need to be good and liked mm. that I don't I think them being put in this bad light was just really difficult for them and yes. that's I mean like you know obviously but that's a great um, but it's like in their PR response to it too which was like super confusing to me because Raquel went through obviously so many different routes where I thought first she was like I'm you know like this was revenge porn then it was like I actually like am a love she's addict like, how can I be the victim yeah, yeah like I'm the love addict and then it's like I'm actually off the grid da, da, da. and it's like I feel like Mental two people facility, who don't know yeah. who they are working together exactly it's, it's gonna be a mess really really insecure people yeah really insecure people um I've been talking about this with quite a few people do you feel I feel like the absence of Stasi is just deafening really all of the sudden because now we have all of these girls who were not the main character you know what I mean like great as ensemble girlies we love it but like I just kind of pieced together. I'm like, these were like Stasi's minions who are now just kind of out on their own. Like, we don't have like a Regina George where it's like heads will roll. Like, right. Lala gets close, but it's not there. Katie, not a chance. No way. Sheena is like recovering from the, being <laughs> bullied, abused by all of the girls there. She's like just now being let in. And there's really just not like a head bitch. Yeah. I mean, I feel like maybe, I don't know. I agree, because it's like, Stasi really did have that power to her, and Lala, Genius. Lala could be, but it's also like, I don't even know how much longer... Lala's a Virgo. Yeah, how and much I longer could go Virgo. on with her getting there. You know, I think it's going to be a little bit of some time. And it's yeah. also like they're in a different place now, and it's like, I feel like you can't really be like this like evil... I think Stassi's evil, in my opinion. Of like course. I was like, she's so... She is a terrible person. Yeah, but it's like, once you have, like, a kid, and it's like, you're just, like, an evil mommy, I just feel like it's like, they're all past that point <laughs> yeah. now, where it's like, I'm almost like, who could be... And also, LVP, crown slipping. Like, there's not even that, like... No question. That level of, like, leadership anymore. They are not afraid they of They don't her. respect her at all. Oh, my God. It's so crazy. When it was right away, and... Who was the first person to disrespect her on this episode? Like Lala. Lala? Yeah. When she's like, I don't care about your opinion or something yeah, she's like, like that. I didn't ask for your, your opinion. opinion. And yeah. like, I'm rejecting it. Like, they would have doing... never said yeah. that. Even a year ago. I know. Even last season. I don't think they would have. A, they don't work at Sir anymore. B, they don't need her for this drama. Like, if anything, they're like, you're welcome for I saving mean, your fucking show. The thing is, too, it's like anytime Lisa has been on screen in this season, it's kind of been like, oh, what's Lisa doing here? That's always how I felt, where it's like, you know, it's not happening at Sir anymore. There's like almost no logical reason for her to be there, besides yep. the fact that it's her name on the show. It's yep. only like the instances when it's about work ish that it makes sense but sometimes it's like oh like the girls are all gonna be at my house why like why are they coming to your house well that works when you're in your 20s yeah and you're kind of like lost crazy party kids who are like they don't getting need taken in by mom exactly yeah. exactly it's kind of actually weird when you're yeah. all like have babies and your own apartments and whatever it's funny to me that she chose as we said she is a guy's gal but that she actively chose to stand by Tom. And I think it's like incredibly fucked up. And to your point, there is financial interest tied up in it. But I think it's really, I wasn't expecting it. Yeah. Um, I'm glad that they called her out on it. Mm -hmm. Like, they're like, you're sticking up for Tom too much. Stop doing that. Like, I don't know. She's just a guy's girl. It's like, I'm not super surprised by it. And, and honestly, the financial element feels so small because it is really like, what they have their name on the restaurant and a hundred thousand dollars that's like you it literally bought a horse three days <laughs> after your little mini pony died like i don't think the money it doesn't is anything to her you, but i guess i'm surprised because she likes to be liked too yeah and i feel like but i guess she doesn't give a shit actually i think also is that she does want the show to continue and i right. think she's playing devil's advocate if she, and she wants tom if tom and raquel are so ostracized that like no one wants to be around them and no one wants to even like yell at them on camera like 
she's I think she's worried. I think she wants to like ride the high of this yeah. scandal as long as possible. So I think she's trying to like Keep the in some alive. way make it comfortable enough for him to be there. Which is sick. Yeah. And I guess but also I, she probably still wants to be mommy. She wants to be I mean And I guess that is a mommy a, move. She's a cancer moon. She'll is never, she? Yeah, she'll never not want to be What's mommy. her son? She's Sag. a Virgo. She is a Lisa Virgo. Lisa Vanderbump too. is a Virgo. Yes, she's also a Virgo. I don't know why that makes me like ill. I know your face right now. You're like, <laughs> you oh look, my god! You look like I you look like Tom um, when he's like August. She literally, <laughs> literally, no. What? No. Oh my god! She must be though an August Virgo. She seems Leo and to me. Yeah. Wow. I I have nothing just to speak on behalf of the Virgo community. Yeah. I don't know why. I just feel like I feel grossed out by Lisa yeah. right now. Virgo I don't like the style. Yes. <laughs> Virgo community organizing their thoughts uh, on Lisa Vanderbilt. It's true. I, I almost want her to not be at the reunion, which, and I don't think she's necessary for it. Yeah. I kind of wish that she would come in the way that, like, Allie's going to come in yes. and, like, somebody yes. else. Or, like, it's like she wasn't just there the entire time. But we'll see. We still have two parts left. I know. So. And Raquel coming out is going to be absolutely insane. Oh, my God. They're going <laughs> to they're gonna kill her. They're going to absolutely <laughs> tear her apart. I'm, I'm a bit scared for her. But in the same way, it's just, like, when we were talking, like, I don't know that you can really trace a thought process of what she was thinking during these, like, seven months. But, like, what did you think was going to happen? Like, were you going to fake your way through that? That's what I mean, like, the hubris and overconfidence of both her and Sandoval is insane. Because, like, okay, say it doesn't come out, they finish the rest of the season, they're going on the reunion just keeping the lie the whole time. Yeah. With Schwartz knowing. They... I mean, they have alleged that they were going to tell her before the reunion, reunion which right. I don't believe for a fucking I don't fucking either, because second. then they're going to be, like, at the reunion all... Then they're going to be talking about it. Exactly. It's like, he says that he didn't want... He wanted to tell her after filming so that she didn't have to answer it on right. screen. And yet... But then he also wanted to do it before the reunion, so that... Because they couldn't... He's they evil cancer. They absolutely couldn't, like, lie to her face. It's like, you've been As you that. were. You've as been you've been that. this entire time. Yeah. I feel yeah, like, and so, the back to back of the Kristen Doty scenes with how he's treating this. Oh, her grandpa just died. I didn't want to embarrass her about this. You know, blah blah blah. Yeah. Like that's why I say evil cancer because I think that he does have this um, empathy that he, he by no means it doesn't stop him from doing anything. It just stops him from like being the bad guy in those moments and yeah. like knowing that he's inflicting pain versus not having doing this it. passive behind their back pain that he's causing it's yeah so cowardly um but i think that to call him randall emmett is like i think that a, was a stretch. a stretch and okay unpopular opinion but it's mm. like i think yeah when you cheat on somebody it is such a violation of trust it is mm. such a huge enormous betrayal and yeah, you fucking suck, but I don't think you are a dangerous person. person. I think you are a person that, like, yeah, you're obviously not loyal. You don't have integrity. Mm-hmm. You don't You don't have the um, core tenets of, like, being a person that, like, most people would probably want in their right. life. However, are you dangerous the way Randall was, where Randall was putting people's lives in jeopardy? Yeah. Like, yeah. no. I don't think Sandoval is a dangerous person. I just think he's a fucking loser. And right. he sucks. I would say the only way that he could be considered, like, dangerous in this situation... He's emotionally dangerous, sure. For sure, yeah. for sure. But also if we're saying that, like, Raquel is so vulnerable and, like, you know, uh, under his spell or whatever that, like, he kind of, like, sucked her into, like, blowing up her life. But that really, like, takes away any um, autonomy and, like, power that Raquel has over herself. So I feel like yeah. not right even assigning that to him. But yeah, it's it's a it's a stretch, but I think like I also think Lala's trying to like insert Randall as much as she can just to be like, remember my storyline? Yeah. Because it's kind of insane that like that wasn't the main thing. But it didn't even seem like a focal point in general without like throughout the season. And I guess maybe there was like legal stuff. Are I you gonna watch the documentary? I am gonna watch the documentary. I do think they're they're um 
breakup is so yeah it is legally contentious yeah. like that part when they were talking about the this is like early early in the season when they're talking about that lawyer app that mm-hmm. lawyer communication app where it's like they can't even text yeah they have to do it with yeah. a third party in there and i'm like that's dark that it's is really that's dark. when things are really really bad and it's almost like i'm sure bravo is like what can we even it, it gets really like yeah. it gets into murkier waters it for sure. does but then at the same time i'm like fucking erica did it yeah erica was like mid-trial everything but i don't know it's probably a lot scarier when there's custody yeah battles. That was a really haunting conversation to me when, like, Lala sits down with Lisa and is like, I want to have another baby, and I don't want anyone to be able to take it away from me. Like, I'm going to get a sperm donor, and, like, blah, blah, blah. And Lisa's just kind of like, all right, okay. <laughs> like, oh, you sure about that, darling? Do you know what you want in love? And it's like, girl. <laughs> yeah, I think Lala has been really scarred. And it's like, she, th- she it must be so hard, too, to have the clarity of sobriety and think you are the most lucid person alive and Mm. still get fucked over i think that must be really really scary um thousand percent yeah and that's probably why she's so extreme about it it's like but it's like also i feel like i just always think back to like early lala where it's like you are a girl from utah and like that's what's underneath and like love the persona love it all but i think we're starting to like see the seams unravel a bit what what is the utahness of it the utah is the the suburbanness of it in the same way that i think katie has and katie is ultimate suburban but i just feel underneath the lala of it all there is that at its core maybe i'm just upset because i really didn't like her style all season i don't know i'm just kind of like i missed the like biting lala where i was just like she's in control she's got it she knows what she's doing and i'm like we've lost the plot a bit yeah i think it might yeah i just think also when rightfully so like look at what she's going through like she's going through a lot and i do really think that like her being a mom fundamentally changed her her. in a way that she yeah none of us were prepared for i know yeah i know and sober that's huge a sober mom yeah oh god married sober almost married to emmett like that's so can you imagine it's so having nasty. sex with that man in general, but having sex with that man sober. I know. Impossible. impossible. We haven't talked about. I felt like I was her gay BFF. <laughs> Andy, Andy's face was so good. Andy stoic, <laughs> just taking it in. I know. Andy cannot stand it. <laughs> I am really glad that they did those three separate interviews. Yes, I was like that was genius. Bravo really knows how to adapt mm-hmm. and evolve with every sort of um changing situation like the raquel trailer genius yeah having the three of them chat genius and also bringing it's like, the cameras back in yes we are so lucky yeah. and that's why i think they've entered it for emmy nomination at least i heard that oh my god and they better win it is so how many times can drag race win this <laughs> i know we need something new it was incredibly well done and like i think it was on bitch sash like andy found out the next morning, um, like the night after the Watch What Happens Live situation, they were like, Ariana just found out, blah, blah, blah. And Andy's first question was, where are the cameras? And they said, the cameras are on their way. Yeah. Good. Gorgeous. Good. Like, that is how it should be done. And it's just like, Bravo rose to the occasion in every way. Real There's, documentary. <laughs> yeah. Literally. It was, I'm just, I'm really happy and I'm really proud of them. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Good job, Andy Cohen. Good job, Andy. Listening. We love you. <laughs> but yeah, seeing Raquel in her little blazer was, I'm like, you are so lost. You are so, like, you think you're like, well, this a is team. a big deal. And so like, I'm going to put on my big girl blazer. And it's What's like, her sign? She's also a Virgo, I think. I will kill myself, Layla. Yeah. I'm going to Google <laughs> it right now. I'm pretty sure she is <sighs> Uh, right before it becomes Libra season Virgo. No! Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, I think she's like in that in that last um, second. It's fucking oh. September 12th. Yeah. Well, this is a really hard day for Virgos. Yeah, the Virgo community is getting hit hard, <laughs> left and right. The 100-foot wave is crashing in. And on the Virgo community. <laughs> oh my god, that's humiliating. Yeah. Also born the day after uh, 9-11. Wow. Yeah, but I mean, here's the thing. I've always considered Virgo. Everyone's like, Virgo's like so meticulous and like this. And I'm like, 
True, but they can also be real agents of chaos. Like thousand percent. Yeah. So like to me, when I like see Raquel, I'm like, yeah, that's like that. Just the disbursement of everything is happening. I I see that happening with her. Yes, I. I don't know. I'm humiliated. Yeah. I'm, I, I cannot claim her. <laughs> it's so insane. It's okay. I also want to, um, you know, canonize uh, Miami Girl just a little bit more. I think it is the such a funny running joke. It is an amazing <laughs> running joke. It shows the kind of girlfriend that Ariana is from the second they start dating. Can you imagine? She is that meme where she's just like, my and boyfriend, boyfriend asked for like. <laughs> Yes, for no tomato, like whatever. Like, yes, uh, incredible. The fact that that is how the relationship started and that we saw him lie on camera so blatantly and she watched him do that, I think, like what Schwartz says, how they have this agreement. And it's hilarious that Schwartz is like, yeah, it's crazy that they don't embarrass each other on camera. Like, because he would never even think to have that kind of alliance with his legal wife. Yeah. Um... <laughs> It's just wild that, like, I mean, obviously we've watched Tom lie on camera before that, but I just, like, love seeing that clip of, like, Ariana watching the man that she loves lie, gaslight this woman in front of her on television, and still defend him. I know. She's, like, (sighs) definitive ride or die, but then we also see, you know, the darkness of that. The darkness, that's exactly what I mean. That's exactly what I mean. And, like, I respect it. I love it. I wish I had that. Yeah. It's one of those things where it's ultimately, like, Ariana, even in those moments, it's, like, you still see that she has integrity. It's, like, she is going to defend the person that she loves. Like, she's, she'll, it's kind of what you would want from somebody to be, like, listen, public, I got your back, but, like, I will Mm -hmm. fucking talk to you in private and tell you that you're, like, fucked up and annoying or whatever, which is, like, how, I mean, at least me, it's, like, how I would want, like, the people in my life to treat me it's like i don't want anyone to drag me in public absolutely it's like, have a conversation with me in private and it's like it's just really sad that she gave the benefit of the doubt and she like moved with like such a like with such grace mm-hmm. and then yeah. over and over and over again up until literally like in the past like year yeah it's also I think one positive thing is, like, we see her so ride or die for Tom, for, you know, her friends, for everyone. And now, like, we were talking about, she's eloquent. She's articulating everything, but now for herself. Like, she is taking her own side. She is standing up for herself. She has been wronged, and she is now handling that with grace. Handling it all, but it on her own side, finally. Which is nice to see. Yeah, and it's, like, really interesting to see her take in the reality of her abundance too where it's like I think she also realizes that this this whole like all the attention that's coming on her is ending in two weeks right and so she's like having like she's getting every sort of partnership and deal and just doing it all and understanding that like her celebrity star meter will go down to like normal bravo liberty again right and but she will be okay yeah and she'll be okay and she's like setting herself up to be okay and i like really respect that and it's like it's always been really enjoyable to watch her like mediate between Mm. people because i think she's particularly gifted at that and then also now like mediating for herself and everything has been really cool i'm like you are so you see things so clearly and she it's really like does. it really is but has huge blind spots yeah i mean she has, has huge, massive blind spots she has ma- massive blind spots but it's which like, is endearing at this moment i'm like you're yes you're doing great like one thousand percent <laughs> yeah she's she is the most coherent person on the show i know without question um katie gave me one thing that i do enjoy about her and i just have to say that because it never happens yeah i loved the joe reads the she's creepy i'm like joe is spooky like what and i'm like schwartz for him to like be living in this shitty smelly apartment with this like kind of cute looking girl who's apparently blocked her friend Kristen after she moved in there like who is she like what has she even been on this season at all it's like i don't mentioned her but i think and i'm just like hearing from talking and i won't like necessarily like name names or say anything because i don't know what is true and what's not these are all whisperings i think there's a lot of people 
who are kind of parasites that will cling on to these cast members to trying get to show. get on. And, like, I'm not saying that's definitely it, but, like, it's kind of smelling like that. Like, it's just, like, a weird, like, who is this girl? She seems connected to everyone, and everyone seems to think that she's, like, it's not sitting right. And Schwartz would be a very easy target for that. Yeah, especially if Katie is, like, she's weird. He'll be like, no, she's perfect. Like, anything (laughs) that Katie is, like, against. He is a nightmare. He He will advocate for it. Of course. But it's also crazy. It's, like, she was... Dodie's best friend? How have we not seen her when Ever. Dodie was on the show? Like, Well, and this Big Bear trip is really fucking crazy. Oh my god. James. Raquel hates snowboarding. Oh, <laughs> he has been on fire in this episode. episode. Yeah. He's yeah. so good. Two Ramona-esque walk-offs. I know. It's really... Diva. He's shining. Yeah. He's really shining. And Tom... Schwartz. I mean, both Toms, but Tom Schwartz, I just feel like, looks like a bigger and bigger idiot all the time. I was also, like, just kind of getting angry the other day, where it's, like, he, I think, genuinely does not obviously know how to be, like, a friend to Katie ever, like, whether they're in a romantic relationship or after it. Yeah. But he really blew it. I think he maybe would have anyway under his own circumstances, but he literally gave up his friendship and, like, peace in his life with Katie to cover for Tom. Like, that to me is the most pathetic thing ever. Like, there is no doubt to me that, like, the whole Raquel situation was, at least, if Tom Schwartz wasn't aware of it, still manipulated by Tom Sandoval. Question. Yeah. Do you think they had a threesome? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I do. In the hot tub. Yeah. I think so for sure, because those are the guys who always want to have threesomes, which are the guys who are in love with each other and confused about it. Yeah. Like, it's not like they fully want to like consciously know they want to fuck each other but that always happens with those guys these like you know it it takes me back catholic school guys frat guys like all of that where it's like these intense intimate male friendships there's always an overlap with a girl and it's always they had a threesome y tu mama tambien in the san fernando valley yes like yes yeah do you think so i definitely think that like i I don't know. I'm. I feel like you are convincing me because. Yeah. Anytime someone's brings it up, I'm like, probably, but I don't know. But it's like now, now that you're laying it out like this, I'm like. I know, think minimally, minimally, like they all made out in the hot tub. Yeah, I feel like also they, because what does Raquel like? She is mainlining male attention. Yeah. There's no chance that she would not take that opportunity. I think also... Yeah, you're right. You know what I mean? Like, right. There's... On the Call Her Daddy interview, when um, Raquel was, like, told that Tom and Ariana were in an open relationship, and I guess she's talking to this other guy about it, and Ariana clocks it perfectly, where she's, like, talking to a guy, and she's like, I don't know, I'd rather hook up with Ariana than Tom. And Ariana's like... And she said that because she thought it would be hot to this guy to, like, say, like, a lesbian thing. You know what I mean? Ariana is, like... Clocky. Yeah. She no she is She's like, I, I see your moves. When Raquel comes on screen, like she is going to There's gonna be she lasers be, coming out of her eyes. Yeah. Like it's gonna be so intense. Yeah. But. I'm really wondering how she It's gotta be just like insane repression, which I guess Virgos are very good at. I think she is like just like if she fully absorbs what she did to Ariana that will take her down. So I wonder if she's going to be, like, pushed to that point once she gets out there in the reunion. Well, okay. So when in the finale they go to, or, like, the scene is at Raquel's apartment, galaxy lights are on, there's mm. a fucking Miffy, or not, like, a Miffy, it's, like, a My Melody Sanrio plush yeah. on her couch. I was just like, wow, like, this is, this is who we're dealing with. Okay. Mm-hmm. And... The way she was acting, I was like, does she think, like, that this is going to be okay? Like, does she think that, like, people are going to be, like, annoyed and, like, peeved? Or does she... I don't think she understands the gravity of it. Yeah. she was just... And also, I don't know. The the way that she, like, laughs through everything, I'm like, yeah. do you... Even at the end of the... At the end of the um, reunion part one, she's just like oh my god, like, my entire character is being called into question. <laughs> and it's, so like... So crazy. And it's, like, do, 
like this trailer is all that's protecting you right, right now like totally. and i understand that that's probably a defense mechanism yeah just kind of like laughing it off and whatever i think it's also probably like total trust in tom where he's like i've been doing this show for 15 years i know like if you just kind of like stick to your guns or you do whatever do this yeah. do that the kind of you know coaching that she's probably just listen i mean here's the thing is like she idolized these people like yeah, she was two, a fan. three years ago. Like she's a fan. They, I don't remember where I heard this, what interview, but it was like, you know, the question of like, are we gonna mic Raquel? Are we gonna, you know, whatever? And then all of a sudden, it was just like, well, obviously we're having Raquel. It was just so easy and seamless for her to get in somehow. I feel yeah. like she's just been kind of like riding the hundred foot wave, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, you guys swallowed, yeah, because you were not ready for this wipe out you were not ready for this level yeah i saw a tiktok that was like reading um auras and it was they were like well she has an entirely pink aura it like what does that mean it might be her first lifetime oh my god (laughs) i believe it i fully believe i really i was like this really speaks to me and um the girl was saying i'm really surprised that she like achieved fame um, because, you know, she is so just, like, young. Like, the soul is so immature. Yeah. And usually no one would do that. And I feel like she has just kind of, like, stumbled into a level of, quote-unquote, success that she was not prepared for. But seems to have always had the drive for, which pageants are perfect for. Because it's, you know, you're insecure and you're either, you either win and, like, temporarily overcome those insecurities or you're proven right. Like, and there's, I'm like, a, a system that, like, guides you along. Tangible proof. Which is very, yeah. actually, Virgo, Virgo. To be, like, yeah. throw me in. Throw me into, like, the wheel, and I will, like, find my way. Yes, with thing. these specific Rules. tasks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, totally. Totally. Damn. Oh, my God, a pink aura. I mean, I, I fully believe that this is, like, I don't know much about, like, auras at all, but I'm, like, yeah... That sounds right. Sounds right. That sounds right to me. Well, because it is the deer in headlights, like, you know. Well, and early Raquel. Yeah, Bambi-eyed bitch. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Damn. God. Oh, my God. Um, Yeah, but, like, also the way that Raquel was reacting to everything um, when we would see Raquel cam, trailer cam, it was, like, she'd be, like, rolling her eyes at people. And then also when... Schwartz said that um, the kiss with her was like liberating. She was like, she's like smirking and smiling, and I'm like, I'm like, first of all, that kiss was like, I was like, that was the mustiest, nastiest little kiss I'd ever seen. Absolutely disgusting. It looked like I was like, has Schwartz ever made out with somebody? Like I was like, how are you so spineless? Like you're drunk. Can you call that a makeout? No, it was was, like no tongue. It was like, it was like just over inappropriate with a relative do you know what I mean like obviously yes no, but it's literally. just like it's, it was chaste it was, it was like it's not an ounce it was completely sexless no passion whatsoever for people Nothing. who were like oh like there's like a an alleged build-up to this I was like no there isn't like what's going on that was the kind of thing like I don't know if you're watching New Jersey but it was the kind of thing where like Danielle has this like rumor about Melissa that like she's kind of like I know I have to bring it up because we're on a reality show, whereas normally you just, like, wouldn't do it, but it's, like, there's been this build-up, and she knows what's expected of her from producers, and that's what it was giving to me, where it's, like, we've talked about this so much, it's gonna move the storyline, they're gonna, you know, preview it, whatever, and it's, like, it was something that was done, I think, for the show, and orchestrated by Sandoval. Yeah. Because it even, it got me, where I was, like, there's no way that, like, they'd be fucking and then Tom would be like make out with Tom or that she would be doing both Toms and I was so naive in March my god I know we've we've, We've really I've really been you know hardened yeah we have really learned every day we have learned something new and it's been almost three months of learning like it's insane I can't believe it and I heard on bitch sash too it was either producers or people who worked at the hotel or something like saw Raquel and Sandoval making out against an elevator in Mexico. I believe it. Like, I don't yeah. believe... 
this whole thing of like we had a one night stand and then didn't fuck until after Life is Beautiful Festival. No. Which you said was only two weeks. Well, yeah. After I was anyway. like, he, his timelines don't add up because like that. That's what I'm saying. He's bad at it. Yeah. Like he's so like, like his calculations are off constantly. And yeah, I don't believe you at all because the way you were acting in Mexico, like his like yelling after Raquel, like Raquel, like, oh my God, like all of that was so, so embarrassing. The way that he's been acting this entire season, it is not the way somebody who has one one night stand acts. Like it was like, there is a secret between you two that you are both cherishing. Mm-hmm. And it's even like, before, like, I don't know. I could be very easily convinced that this the seeds were planted the chemistry was starting before she broke up with james well i mean what was it about coachella that yeah they were saying that tom went up to her and said that they were in an open relationship in april so that's april 2022 and when was the reunion of last season reunion of last season was going to probably be around if it's the same as this year, right. I would say around March, March, March April. April. So March, April, so that she, she's single. Yeah. Then he tells her that he's in an open relationship. Then it's like summertime where they are <laughs> fucking. So yeah, I'm sure it was like, yeah, I'm sure it was like as soon as she was single, he was like, I've always like, yeah, I've always been into her. And I don't want to baby James in any way. And I know he can handle himself, but and sometimes I feel like he is just still kind of, like, inserting himself. Like, he's kind of, like, the least hurt one in the hurt people. But that sucks that, like, your friend has been lusting after your girlfriend, fiancé, I mean, the entire time. I mean, he does time. seem really hurt. Because he's... he was, I think, still in love with Raquel the whole season. And I think he really just, like, I think he values his friendships a lot. Yeah. And I think, like, Raquel being single and then, like, trying to create her own space within the friend group but really like i mean throughout the season like he's been the most consistently irked by it because he's been like she's coming in she's taking kicked out she's taking all of my friends like all the stuff and it's like yeah i understand that completely and it's like and then it's like oh you're kind of like one of your closest friends is like yeah lusting after your girlfriend then secretly fucking her (laughs) like it's so i would be pissed too it is twisted he really did tear him a new one and I know it was so good he was on fire it was so fucking funny I mean when Tom starts his first attempts a monologue he's like with tears he's like you're not auditioning you're not a victim literally (laughs) you know he was practicing yeah making himself cry because you know when you google these idiots and they say like actor model like Tom Schwartz model Jack's model like obviously not but it's like I feel like Tom identifies as actor and to fail so miserably right out of the gate and be heckled by the entire cast they jumped on him yeah yeah he anytime i've seen him cry in like this season i haven't seen a single tear fall it's just him like yeah quivering his voice it is very hiding his face a lot it's a lot of like community theater (laughs) community theater acting and it's like so sad totally he needs a meisner class yeah god was there anything we didn't get to i'm like i I, mean no i feel like it's torturous to wait a week it's really really hard and i really hope the next week like i i'm sorry i don't care about anything else that happened this season like let's of course that's why the katie and sheena when at the end i was just like i get it that it's relevant in some sense. Hopefully but we're just, just getting it all out the gate now. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, when I say nothing else matters to anyone, yeah. I truly mean nothing. Like, any other plot points. Yeah, I'm sure Andy is just doing his due gil- diligence as an, he has to. As a journalist. So he's just trying to get it all out right yeah. now. Yeah. And I mean, it's so funny, too, that, like, Sheena... I think Sheena probably just feels like an idiot. Yeah. More than anything. She feels like a And I cool. understand that. It's just, it is simply not interesting to me. But when she did try to blame her, like, meanness to Katie on the Raquel stuff, it's kind of like, how were you taking Raquel? I'm confused how anyone was friends with Raquel in a genuine way before. And I hate that, like, Katie and Lala were, like, ultimately proved right. 
you know, by I going hate, on the most boring trips and literally hate agreeing world. with Katie more than anything in the world. It like, is it's so painful. bad. <laughs> it is painful. It's a humbling experience. Truly. But yeah, I mean, Sheena, I guess, is just kind of trying to have her come to Jesus moment and be like, sorry, I was controlled and, you know, swept up in the Raquel of it all. Like, yeah. But I'm just kind of like, okay. I know. With, with Sheena, it's like, sometimes it's so clear in hindsight to be like, oh, you were you were seeing what was happening through like your own lens and like you're being like oh, she's being bullied just like I was being bullied mm, so like I have yeah. to protect but it's also like you know I feel like Sheena also held her own really well yeah. all those times that she was getting bullied she did yeah and then the Sandoval confrontation some of her best work oh incredible ever anyone's best work ever yeah the I'm really gonna miss you like that was crying that was crying for that you say for privacy and behind closed doors like by yourself crying she was doing without holding anything back pure vulnerable it was she looked beautiful. amazing she yeah. looked so good the biggest hoop earrings she also I've gave the seen. punch yeah. i'm not a puncher yeah i'd break all my nails i'd break my thumb this way scientist yeah yes scientist, and i was like detective. finally yeah representation on television the girlies who can't make fists you have been saying this forever you have been yeah yes if anything i would have slapped her yeah i feel for sheena but at the same time i'm like you have your own podcast so just talk about it there (laughs) she is hustling she is the the vlogs the videos the patreon patreon listen summer moon has to go to college summer moon is she has a mortgage in palm springs like sheena has to do what she has to do I know. But, yeah. I think that's it for my end. I think I feel so, like too. I got everything. We did it. We yeah. covered it. Well, I can't wait to talk next week. Yes. Oh, my God. Don't wait. See ya. <laughs>